guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Plant Medicine, Cannabis, Psychedelics, and Pharmaceutics. I am so glad to be here today, and I have a really, really awesome, amazing lady with me, Candice Rory, and uh, she is just a, a great human. I met Candice recently at our event in Tampa, the uh, uh, Tampa Business Networking and we got talking, she got a whole lot of really amazing story that I felt like, I mean, we bring business owners every day to the show. At the time, we need to start bringing average people that are using the medicine to heal, uh, to manage various ailments. So that's why we're going to be doing, we're going to be switching it up. Eventually, we're even going to bring a, a, a investment gurus we're gonna be doing it all on this show before we get to that one uh we have to do our good house cleaning you guys know us so you know what we do here good house cleaning so what is our good house cleaning today this show is for educational purpose and should not be taken as medical advice consult with your doctor for all your medical need do not stop or start any medicine without talking to your doctor I haven't said that. What the heck is this? For those of you, um, we've got so many people joining our tribe, our village uh, recently. And some of you might be wondering who is she? What gives me the right to talk about this stuff? I am Dr. Lola, also known as Dr. O. I'm a clinical pharmacist by trade, a plant medicine uh, specialist. I focus on cannabis and psychedelics, but I'm also able to talk about uh, conven uh, conventional medicine and also the indigenous medicine. Why? Because I grew up in Western part of Africa where we use plant medicine as wellness tools. So especially now the cannabis is still not legal, psychedelic is still not legal uh, federally. So what do we do? There are other tools we can use in our toolbox. That, so I do talk about that on my program, Healthy Cost Well Membership. If you are yet to join Healthy Cost Well Membership, go straight to my IG profile. That's where good stuff happens and go sign up for that. Other than that, what else do we got? Good as cleaning? Yes, this show is brought to you by wonderful people like you. Without your support, we cannot even have this show. Anyway, this show is sponsored by WCI Health, your alternative health and wellness hub. They are the makers of Glows and Glows Beauty products. And of course, they are also the publisher of this amazing book of Pharmacy's Guide to Cannabis Perspective of a Non-Conforming Clinician. If you are yet to grab your copy, this is a must for everybody. It's basic. It's about 50 pages book. What does it do? It helps you to be able to know what medicine you are taking. When you go to the dispensary, you don't have to uh, rely on anybody to tell you what you need. You need something for sleep. You can look at what topping you need for sleep. You can look for what cannabinoid will be good for sleep. So that's what this book is. So, and it's basic. It's very easy to understand. No medical jargons here. <laughs> no medical jargons here, folks. So if you are yet to grab your copy, go to wci-health.com. Other than that, uh, who else are we going to say thank you to? To you, all our sponsors, you that you are on Patreon supporting us. And if you are already a member of Healthy Course Well members, 
you are indirectly supporting this show. And for if you know anybody that will benefit from that, uh, that membership group, Healthy Cost Wealth, make sure you are attending them to the website, wci-health.com. That is that. That's our good house cleaning. So today I have with me Candice. Candice is a cannabis user and she got a really, really inspiring story about how a dad used cannabis. But before we get into all that, Candice, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you extremely very much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. So, Candice, uh, talk to us about yourself. Give us a little bit about your background and how you find yourself in the cannabis space. Sure, absolutely. So I have a background in psychology, and I was always interested in biological psychology, you know, how the brain works with the neurons. Um, and of course, you know, I was a user from back in the day. You know, I experimented <laughs> as a young adult. And, you know, it is a medicine. This medicine is not even a recreation. If our body is not deficient in something, we won't be reaching now for this plant. The people that need to loosen up and fall back, we are about to get to fall. <laughs> the people that need to fall back are the uh, prohibitionists. The people that need to fall back are the power that be that are still keeping these plants cannabis exists and all these other plants in the prison of human. This is a prison of human. Well, I'm gonna pass it back to you. Go ahead, Candice. It's quite interesting, you know, that you talk about the prohibition and it's interesting that, you know, cannabis has such a, a rich history with humans and it's been tied together, you know, in health and wellness for such a long amount of time that mm -hmm. it's surprising that we're finally able to start coming back full circle and to see where those, you know, where you actually have those benefits. And so, you know, as a user, you know, my father, I remember him telling me a story that he tried at one time. Um, he had taken, he said, um, it shared a joint with one of his friends back when they were teenagers. And that one time was all he smoked. And then he saw big chickens crossing the road. And I tried to explain to him, dad, I'm pretty sure there was something else mixed in with that. that you were <laughs> and so he, he was adamantly not for it my whole life. You know, he, he's a black and white kind of guy, you know, if, if it's against the law, it's against the law. And unfortunately, um, later in his life, you know, he found out he had stage four cancer mm. and I kept trying to talk to him about it and these different studies that I would find you know, to help them out. And they know, you know, about the apoptosis and the cell death and the cancer and the findings that they had. And he just, you know, he would shut me down. And he did a trial chemotherapy session and he just was absolutely miserable. It tore him apart. And I kept trying to encourage him to, you know, for all of the symptoms he was having, you know, for the nausea, for the tiredness, you know, for all of that to take it. And he was scared to actually try it even though it had become legal in Colorado because he was afraid he was going to get kicked off of the, um, of the trial that he was taking. And it was completely unfortunate because in the end, I really believe that that, you know, the normal trial took his life a lot sooner. So he did not go back for the second trial, thankfully. And for the remaining part of his years, I was able to have him connect with a medical cannabis expert up in Colorado and they got him different things. You know, every evening my mom would make him a little hot tea, you know, with, with a little bit in it. And he called it his hot toddy, you know, it would help him sleep through the night. And, you know, it eased a lot of 
it, it couldn't save his life. It was way too late, but it definitely made his quality of life better at the ending part of his life. And I'm, and I'm thankful for that. One of, one of my regrets is not being able to push harder, you know, to have him try it sooner. And so now, you know, I'm wanting to start the business as a cannabis coach where I can join teams with people and help them explore the paths of cannabis and the many different ways that you can ingest it and the many different ways it can affect your life. You know, we, we think about it as recreational, but really you ask people, you know, they're trying to relax after a day. They're using it for a health purpose, even though they're not seeing themselves as having, you know, these major illnesses going on. They're still using it to enrich their lives. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, really, uh, it's really sad. And I'm sorry about your dad. And that is the story of so many families. The lies, the lies is gone. There's this idea, there's this saying in, in, in Africa that lies travel very fast. Lies travel very fast. Before the truth, we catch up with lies, a law would have been destroyed. And that is what we are talking about when we talk about the lies that has been spread about cannabis and all these plants is people's life. Imagine if we had been able to do research and uh, about these plants for as long as it's been held in the prison of human, yeah. how many people we would have been able to help, even if it doesn't cure uh, whatever we claim it to for it to cure, even if it doesn't cure, it can help people elevate their pain. It can help them to manage side and symptoms of all these uh, uh, stuffs that we're talking about, especially cancer. I mean, we already have marinol, dronabinol that we use. If we are using synthetic cannabis to help people, uh, prevent nausea and vomiting and weight loss in HIV AIDS patients, why can't we use the plant that is cheaper, that has all this other cool stuff topping that are working together to, uh, to help human? Talk to me, Candice, uh, what did you find in your research? I know you, you talked about uh, researching cannabis and all of what, what were your findings when you talk about cannabis research? Well, you know, one of my most amazing things that it is, and I've become such a proponent of it now in the research is knowing about the entourage effect. You know, every part of it actually works together. The plant as a whole works much stronger and much better together than taking the pieces, you know, and seeing how it aligns with our own, you know, endocannabinoid system to where, you know, it just like lock and key, you know, and the more and more that I'm researching is the more and more I'm amazed to see how these cannabinoids can actually can actually help control and balance out the homeostasis in our system. And it's it's amazing to me that it's such a unexplored territory because we've had it as this schedule one drug. It's like we, we put it on a shelf and then we don't want to mess with it anymore. And because mm -hmm. of that restriction, it has stopped us from exploring how much further this plant could or could not affect us. And it's a shame because with all the side effects, you go through pages and pages and pages of side effects on some of these over-the-counter, not, excuse me, some of these prescribed medications. And then you look at the side effects, you know, of cannabis, and it's just incredible that we have got it literally still listed as a schedule one drug. 
I totally agree with you, uh, Candice. And when we talk about Schedule 1 drug, I mean, these are part of the stuff that I had to learn in pharmacy school, what Schedule 1 drug means. When we talk about Schedule 1 drug, folks, we are talking about the most dangerous drug on the planet. That is what Schedule 1 drug means. It means has the highest level of, of psychoactivity has the highest level of psychiatric condition. There is no chance in hell that you can use it for any medicine. Basically, it's saying that it does not have any medicinal properties at, at, at all. Basically, to sum it up, being in Schedule 1 means you are the most dangerous drug on the planet. Does that even sound like cannabis to us? What do you think about that? Just Think a minute. I mean, to say cannabis doesn't have any chance of being used as medicine, but we, uh, the federal government, have gazillion patents on cannabinoids. We are using the synthetic for management of uh, weight loss in HIV/AIDS patient in chemo. We have epidurals now that is helping with seizure disorder and a whole bunch of stuff. But we still have cannabis locked up in that jail, talking about the most dangerous drug on planet. What do you think about that, Kenneth? Doesn't that just blow your mind that the parts of it are okay, but the whole of it is illegal? And the shame of it is knowing, and the, the research that's coming out is how much more effective the whole of it and the pieces working together are so much more effective. It's like we've put these blinders on and that they, 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 we had this change and nobody wants to address it and move it backwards. And, and even the states, step by step, you know, are making this legal. And we've always got that overshadow of that schedule one holding things back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's such a hypocrisy to say that the parts are fine, but the whole, no, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a great, it's a serious, serious uh, uh, hypocrisy, man. It's just, uh, it's, it's just sad. Explain further about uh, cannabis coaching. Earlier you mentioned that you are a cannabis coach. What does a cannabis coach do? Well, one of the things I found is I was trying to talk with my father and explaining to them is there's so much information out there and it's being that there are now so many different avenues that you can go and to enjoy and to use cannabis in your day-to-day -day life, it gets overwhelming. You know, you walk into a dispensary in Colorado, you know, you've got pops, you know, you've got, they'll have what's called shatter and it gets so overwhelming and to be able to, to talk people through it and to help them, you know, see what they're looking for, whether they're looking for more of more energy, but if they're looking for something to relax them, you know, if they're looking for pain management, you know, it doesn't have to be ingested. There's topicals, you know, there's so many different avenues then to understand how it works. You know, I'm a proponent of education. You know, I'm a lifetime scholar. I love to learn and I love to pass that on. And I think as you become better educated, you can make better informed decisions. And to have somebody next to you talking to you one-on-one -on -one and understanding you and helping you through this and helping you to, um, to explore these avenues, I think is an important avenue that I really wished I would have had for my father, you know, much earlier on. You know, and as his daughter, you know, I mean, I think as parents, you know, we think we know better. <laughs> 
So I think it's just easier to have being able to have somebody to go through that with him and to, to be on that path with him is invaluable. And it's, it's something that I would like to do on his honor, but also because I, I'm such a believer in what I'm reading and finding and, and have experienced in my own life. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I know one thing though, I'm, I'm of the belief that our loved ones, when they leave us, they don't just go away. They are always there with us. And I know you know, when you talk about loved ones, I get a little bit emotional myself because my mom died when we were little. I was probably, probably not more than two years old, so I barely even know her. But what I believe at the end of the day is the fact that our loved ones or anybody that we, we associate with that we know, when they pass on to the beyond, they don't just go away. They are there watching over us, praying for us. And I believe it's looking down from heaven and being proud of you, Candice. I know he's looking down and saying, that's my girl. She, yeah, this happened, but she is not letting it happen to other people. She's using this challenging time in her life and to help others. And what better ways can we spend our time and our, our life here on this planet health than to be a blessing to another person? I know he's proud of you and I'm proud of, of you, Thank what you're you. doing. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Candice. Yeah. So other than that, uh, for uh, a cannabis coach, do they have any uh, like training that they have to go through? Can you? Talk to our, our, our audience about us. Some of our audience might be like, yeah, that's a good thing. I would like to be a cannabis coach. What are the criteria to be a cannabis coach? How do you navigate that space? Well, I think mostly the hunger for curiosity <laughs> and to be able to, the wanting to share that on. Um, I haven't gone any through any um, proper training. I do see that there are some courses and some training that you can go through on the internet. I actually think that would be an interesting avenue to take myself to be able to build a program that somebody would be able to follow as well and to kind of um, duplicate. I think that's actually, I think you just gave me a new little entrepreneurial idea to throw in there. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what we do here. I mean, ideas are born, uh, you know, just like that. All these ideas we see there is not, it just happened. It's, it's just from wanting something something is lacking there is a vacuum life doesn't like vacuum when there is a vacuum we got to fill it up and i am i'm proud of that you you got a little bit idea yeah for me i do education like the science of the medicine the science of psychedelic the science of cannabis i do public speaking i do education like that and there is also that part that people like you bring to the table as a cannabis coach that because when you go to the dispensary, first of all, the, the bartenders are not paid to do clinical works. It's like the bartenders suddenly become the next pharmacist. They are the counselor, they are the doctor, they are the drug expert, they are everything, you know? And they're not paid to do that. No. So people like you uh, as a cannabis coach, are able people are able to come to you before they even get to the bartender. Even for some of my programs that I offer is uh, 
dispensary education for the dispensary staff, among other things. Because these folks, they're doing a lot. And there was a day in my in the in a cannabis psychedelic room on Clubhouse, one of these uh ladies came in and when we finished talking, she said, Dr. Oh, I'm so grateful for this rule that I am a bartender. And these were things that I wish we were taught, that we were never taught. Oh. And that when 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 patients come in, in our dispensary, it's challenging for us to, to, my, to be able to help them. So a coach is definitely going to be great. Yeah. So what is your current interest in cannabis? What are the, apart from being a coach, what other areas are you looking into? Well, definitely the education part of it. Um, I'm wanting to go through the experience of getting a medical card because down here in Florida, it's only legal medically. And so I want to be able to help people also navigate that, being able to get their medical card. Um, I would like to do classes at one point in time, you know, because I thought of the idea of going to actually um, dispensaries and offering, you know, short classes, because the more educated a person is, the better they can make choices, you know, while they're at the dispensary or to help them with what they're looking for, rather than kind of just trying and testing and seeing what happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when you talk about trying to offer a medical card, do they, I, I mean, I'm a little, I'm not sure of the Florida law. My understanding is that it's only the physician, even the nurse practitioner. I don't think they are allowed. What is the law? What is the legality as per somebody wanting to do that? Have you looked into the, uh, the laws that binds that? Well, I have definitely started looking into it and I won't be able to give them a medical card myself. You know, I would be kind of directing them to what they'll need to do, what to expect, uh, okay. what the requirements are. And that's what I'll be passing along. I, oh. I wouldn't, um, no, I do not deign to believe that I'd be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, every little, because there's so much, like you said earlier, you said there's so much product out there. There's so much they have to learn about it out there. Uh, charter, there is concentrate, there is vaping, there is smoking, and we don't even want to get into the edible part. And folks, <laughs> if you have not yet uh, listened to our podcast on edible or smoking or vaping, you need to go check it out. That's one of our fastest moving uh, podcasts, as well as the mental health, uh, the depression mental health episode. So there's a lot when we talk about all this stuff, people are confused. And that's part of when, I, when people say, Dr. O, how are you able to pack so much in your book, A Pharmacist's Guide to Cannabis? And I'm like, nobody want encyclopedia. People are, there's so much that we are going through, especially in the COVID era. No, I have up to like 12 books that I bought that I haven't even pulled them out of the Amazon package. So people want simplicity. They want basics. And that is what I think having a cannabis coach does, isn't it? Yeah, and it's to help you, you know, go through the journey. You know, a lot of people have tried it at one time in their life and may have tried it, you know, I, I remember a friend telling me about how they'd never tried it and they took a whole, you know, edible cookie at one time and it made it for a horrible experience for them because they didn't know what to expect. You know, and that's what we got into talking about dosing, you know, about how, you know, you take a little bit at a time, see how your body reacts to it. And then, and slowly add it on. 
and you don't, you don't want to jump in, you know, both feet, you want to kind of tip your toe in and see how it goes. And then, you know, and sometimes maybe edible isn't it for you, you know, maybe you do prefer the vaping, you know, there's just so many different ways to go about it. Yeah. And the other thing is the fact, yeah. And the fact that, uh, it's not even just the edible. It's also part of what you are using it for. Maybe you just need to relax. Just want to take a smoke. Just cause. I mean, just cause. We're grown. We are that. <laughs> we should be able to take a smoke just cause we feel like it. We do not have to give excuse for needing a smoke. If I feel like, oh, I need a smoke. It's because I'm deficient in something in my body. My endocannabinoid system lack something at that time. I, I use this analogy every time. I say, if you are not thirsty, do you start grabbing for water? No, <laughs> if you are not hungry, you don't get for food. If you start reaching for food when you are not hungry, we have to start looking into that issue. There's something going on behind that we need to address. But on a regular day, it's because our body is lacking in something. That's how we feel like a smoke. And as an adult, if we feel like it, we should be able to, to do that. The cannabis at the end of the day has not killed anybody to my knowledge yet. Yeah, I stand to be, for sure. I stand to be uh, corrected on like uh, opioid, the average over hundred people die on a daily basis of opioid uh, overdose. And we, and that is before COVID. That's according to CDC statistics. And that's before COVID. Can you imagine all the horror that we've all gone through this past uh, two, uh, almost two years, you know? So it, it is what it is. Yeah. When, when we talk about managing ailments, that is another animal. So how much can we expect average person to, to know. That is why people like you and me uh, are gonna be needed uh, more than ever before in the, in the going coming year. Where would you like to focus in the future? Candice, talk to me. I definitely would like to build a client base and I wanna build an education base. I want, you know, kind of like what you have as well where people can go and they can, you know, click to learn more and to educate themselves as well as to offer classes. And there's just, it's such a wide open, because we're, it's such a wide open field because we're finally starting to lift that stigma. It's starting to come off of it. You know, where people, the blinders are starting to come off, where the, you're educating more, you're understanding the medical benefits, you're seeing the scientific studies starting to come out. You know, and it's amazing to me how many of the studies I see are from outside of the US where they don't have that schedule one block in place. And I just, I think it's time for people to start looking at the evidence and start looking at how it, the true effects are rather than going from all the propaganda that has been, has been colored over for everything for so many years. Yeah, I was looking at some of the, uh, the notes you sent me before this uh, episode. And I saw in there something about uh, ape behavior research. <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? And so Candice, I want you to first of all, talk to me. What is the ape behavior, uh, behavioral research? And how does that tie in into cannabis? That is actually an interesting avenue that I'm wanting to take. So my background in psychology um, was 
that's because I do eight behavior studies. So I've done just behavior studies on gorillas and dominance. Um, and there's a center down here in, Colorado, uh, in Florida that actually has orangutans and um, chimpanzees. And I, without having their permission, I don't wanna speak about their location mm -hmm. quite yet. But what I would like to do is once I'm able to, to get my business building, I would like to introduce um, the idea of cannabis to that center to see if there are different cannabinoids or different avenues that might help some of their chimps. A lot of these animals have come from backgrounds with humans. So they have developed, you know, kind of nervous behaviors, you know, that you'll find that humans have after they've gone through high stressful situations. And this beautiful center that they've got here um, is about getting them back to their, their normal life and their normal habitat behaviors. And so to have the, the addition of CBD or some of the other avenues of cannabis, it'd be interesting to see if these behaviors are able to be assisted, just like their systems of theirs are very similar to our health systems. And so a lot of things are very similar between our species. So it'd be a um, very fantastic opportunity to see how this might assist with their day-to-day -day health and wellness as well. So yes, that's where I'd like to go in the future for sure. <laughs> yeah, I missed something. Where, uh, where uh, did you say in Asia, they brought some of those uh, apes, uh, gorillas down here? Can you uh, go over that again right quick? Well, some of the apes of the center that I'm wanting to work with, they've actually been taken okay. from, they're actually from around the United States. They've been in circuses, they were in private, you know, privately owned. Um, some of them were medical research. And so this is kind of like their retirement to where they're, they're taken out of that to where okay. they have to, you know, give up entertainment for their, their own lives to where that's yeah, like a retirement home. For yeah, them. yeah. That's beautiful, beautiful place. Oh, I know. <laughs> and they, I mean, we are, even though we are human, they have feel especially when you talk of a higher animals like the gorillas like the apes and for years for years and years and years they've have to dance and respond to the command that's got nothing to do with what they want to do with how they are feeling so that in a way i could see that that in a way could have invoked some type of trauma psychological trauma in their lives too so I could see where our cannabis, like CBD, can might be able to help with all those anxiety that might have come with those trauma. Am I getting it right, Candice? Sure, exactly right. And, and yeah. that would be fantastic to see what would happen, you know, to help them ease some of that trauma and some of the PTSD that they, they may have and carry with them. And it would, you know, it would help them as well to ease them from that scenario into this. And it's a more naturalistic, setting it's such a beautiful center down there and like you are so, yeah you are such a beautiful beautiful soul to even think about that you Thank are you. Uh, you are a great great beautiful soul so candice uh talk to me for our audience that are wondering uh they want to get into uh cannabis coaching they want to find out uh what they can do uh, what would you advise them or even get into cannabis? Because like you said, there's so many people out there, even in a place like Colorado, that is legal. People are still anxious. Your dad was still 
kind of skeptical about the uses. So for folks, first of all, it's a two-part question. I would like to be a cannabis coach. Uh, what will you tell them? And for our folks, especially those that are new to cannabis, that I want to try it for the first time, what is your advice? Okay, so the first part for becoming a cannabis coach, I'm kind of going through it myself right now. I'm still building my business. And so education, education, education is going to be number one key. Do not stop learning. Do not stop learning about all the different ways and avenues and how this scientifically works. You know, understand the history behind it. Understand why people are wary, you know, and what they've seen, you know, reefer madness. You know, if I'd seen something like that and you take it for honest to goodness truth, of course it's going to make you scary, scared of a plant. Um, and going to these meetups where I met you was such an absolutely wonderful and such a good bond. Like just the connections that are happening. And you're right, there's a tribe that's building. And I think it's wonderful because you share that knowledge with each other. You know, be open to it. Be open to make the new connections. Um, now, as far as trying it, I definitely encourage um, starting slow and start with something that you're comfortable with. You know, if you if you don't vapor or you've never smoked, that you don't want to jump right into that. That's not going to make your body feel comfortable. You know, start, you know, with an oil, start, you know, with this CBD product. And what I'm saying is you, you have got to do the research. You've got to do the education. Reach out to me, you know, coaching cannabis at yahoo.com. I'll be more than happy to have that conversation and to start that with you and to start those baby steps and making you more comfortable and making you understand, you know, how this works in your system. Because I, I feel that if the more you understand, the more comfortable you're going to be. You know, you don't want to just go into, you know, taking something that is going to scare you. That's not going to help you. You want to go in with confidence. You want to understand what you're doing, you know, and to know there's somebody with you and that's listening to you and that cares about how this is affecting you and what you're wanting to do to make your life better. And somebody that has gone through the same process and know how to manage and navigate that space. That is really, uh, really, really uh, wonderful to hear. And folks, we're going to be putting Candice information in our show notes. Definitely, if you didn't get uh, the, uh, the website, don't worry about that. We will be putting it in everything about Candice and all this. This, she, this lady is bringing in new, new ideas. This is amazing what she's, she's doing. So we're going to have all those information in the show notes. Candice, it's been a great, great, amazing day to get to speak with you. Where can our audience find you? I'm going to be around. <laughs> so yes. You can talk to me on coachingcannabis at yahoo.com. We can get that conversation started. Again, it's coachingcannabis at yahoo.com. Yeah, there. That's uh yeah, that's our show for today. Thank you so much, Candice, for being with us. Uh, we really do appreciate you. And folks, that's our show today. Like you heard Candice talk, family, village, it takes a village. We met at our event that was sponsored by Sensi, Sensi uh, uh Florida Business Networking. That's where we met, and we became really good friends. And I know we're going to be collaborating one way or the other in the upcoming future. So don't be a stranger, folks. 
join our village. Come join our village to find out how to join our village. First of all, you need to sign up for my newsletter. And how do you sign up for that? You head straight to my profile, IG profile. You will see all the links, the links for the land psychedelic as medicine. You want to know everything about psychedelics is right there. You want to join our village. The link to the newsletter is right there. You want to join our Healthy Cost Well membership where I record 10 minute short videos every, uh, every week to help you in your wellness journey. Everything is right there. And that is not even all the way we are doing. We are doing so much, much great thing. And the event, Florida Business Networking, we are going to be having a sequel. So you do not want to miss any of this great thing. And I want to also say thank you to you for being there today and to our sponsor, WCI-Health.com. That's their website, WCI Health. They help you level up on your wellness journey using the healing powers of botanical like cannabis. They are the makers of glows and glows beauty products. What does glows do for you? Beauty starts from within. That's what glows is. Beauty starts from within. And I want to say thank you to you. If you are yet to join our village, please head straight to our Patreon group, or you can also connect with us on social media. That's it for today. Remember to join us on Cannabis Psychedelic Club every Saturday, 6 p, uh, 12, 12 noon. We used to have it 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah, we changed that 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and also African Cannabis Club on Sunday at 12 noon. That's it for today, folks. I hope you have a great day. Until next time, remember health equals wealth. Bye, guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.